Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Album for the day today has uh, another state of music to bring you, and today's state is the Sunshine State. Mm. It is Florida. Mm. I will say they seem to get as much rain as they get sun. So mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and hurricanes. <laughs> this broadcast has not been approved by Ron DeSantis. Mm, no, it has not. <laughs> He didn't offer to boat us in. No. Um, However, there's quite the wide variety. I mean, there are rock stars. There are rap stars. There are... Rock rap stars. Yes, indeed. Dark rap, rap metal, Mm -hmm. death Mm -hmm. metal. Classic rock. Rap core. Poets. Or at least people who thought they were poets. Mm. (laughs) I'm looking at you, Jim Morrison. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody get Morrison out for that Moonlight Drive already. God. Uh, Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, all right. So Jim Morrison's from Melbourne, and we're done with that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) There goes Melbourne. (laughs) Steve Aoki's from Miami. Um, And, uh, you know, Steve Aoki's a real interesting cat, man. I love that he throws cakes at people. Mm -hmm. That, to me, makes shows so much that's fun. That's like think about you're sitting there and Steve Aoki throws a cake in the thing and you just get buried in a cake. You know how that's so much more palatable than insane clown posse in the Fago? Because it's just one person. It is. It's not everybody. No, mm-hmm. and everybody goes home sticky. Mm-hmm. That's gross. It's like but George one person throwing the hat out. Yeah, one, just one of you. One person gets buried in the cake. One special person, and it's usually somebody sitting on somebody's shoulders, which you should never do at concerts. That's just my little. <laughs> As long as there's a camera on you. But he buries somebody in a cake, and usually it's somebody standing up front, because he has to throw a cake, and he's not a big dude. No. He doesn't throw it very well, either. I love how he caricatures himself into his merchandise. Like, he's got it on every... He's like his own... He is... He is the brand. Yeah. Like, he's got the long straw hair mm-hmm. and the skinny arms. You can't get a haircut tiny, no more, bro. T- tiny little dude. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, Thurston Moore, the guitarist from Sonic Youth, is from Coral Gables. Mm. Um, I was surprised to learn that Debbie Harry yeah. is from Miami. Dude, Debbie Harry. But, not only, I mean, she's known from it like CBGB. Her wide variety of influences. Yeah, known from CBGBs in New York because she's not only a rock icon, she's a fashion icon. 
she she's one of the most beautiful rock and rollers of all time. You may know and, her as Blondie if you're and, one of those people that think Jethro Tull was a member of the band. Oh God. <laughs> And it comes, you know, she she was the most inf- one of the most influential rock and rollers of all time. Absolutely. I mean, it's debatable that she had the first rap song. Speaking of which, Rapture. Mm-hmm. Um, T Pain is from Tallahassee. Mm, that dude. Oh my gosh. You know what though, man? I I love the fact that he just owns it all, and it's just like, yeah, I didn't think this would ever. I didn't think it'd blow up like the way it did. He went and did Tiny Desk concert and actually performed. And he's good. He's really good. He's really talented. He just did a covers album. And it's brand new. And it's like, and and he does he does this thing. He he's known for auto tune. Yeah, for those of you who have been living under a rock, he um, accelerated the uh, mainstream. Yeah, and and it's like as soon as he did it, it was everywhere. In I mean, fact, there's a notorious story where Usher told him that he was killing music well, to his face. You know what, Usher? Go suck it. That's what I have to say. I feel like because T-Pain's richer than Usher at this point. Probably not. I, I seriously doubt that. But at the same time, it comes down to T-Pain is doing what he creatively, as an artist, wants to do. Mm-hmm. And for somebody to tell him, you're ruining music, um... Go ahead and sit and rotate, if you know what I mean. Get into it. Yeah, because the artist's job is to do something no one has ever done before. That's what T-Pain did. Did did. something nobody had ever done before. It's innovative. And blew it up. And, you know, and yeah, and everybody, every artist, Usher uses Pro Tools. Usher uses, you know, yeah, don't, yeah. He's not Freddie Mercury. Usher is not Freddie Mercury. He no. doesn't have the voice that's going to carry the pitch the same way. That it, it it doesn't, you know. He's a great singer. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a great singer. He's a hundred times better than I am. So it, Matchbox Twenty is uh, <laughs> from right Orlando. Yeah, and uh, so is the uh, band that. Matchbox 20 was formed from Tabitha's Secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando kind of brought us a variety of different things, uh, including the Backstreet Boys. Um, I bring them up because A.J. McLean is actually from West Palm Beach. But I didn't know this, and I thought it was pretty damn interesting. Uh, while reading about him, the Backstreet Boys met auditioning for Nickelodeon's Guts. You remember that show? That is hysterical. Isn't it? Also, A.J. McLean performs solo, uh, sometimes with the alias Johnny No Name. Mm. Thought that was cool, too. Mm. Uh, are you ready for Tom Petty being from Gainesville? I'm always <laughs> ready for Tom Petty. Because Mud Crutch, I guess, counts from Florida as well. But absolutely. we'll just talk about Tom Petty. But Tom Petty is, I mean, I'm looking at a on the wall behind mm-hmm. me or behind Johnny is a black and white image of Tom Petty recording the album Wildflowers, which is one of the top, in my humble opinion, one of the top five albums of all time. Um, and and my f- top five albums rotates pretty frequently. That's stayed in it for it, a good 30 years it, now. It, 
it really Damn, hasn't left. No. I li- my my daughter asks me to sing her wildflowers to go to sleep every night now. And it I mean it's one of those things where it's like the guy and that album they're not it's not only just a haunting album that will stay with you but it is the most beautifully written it's the most it's 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 perfectly produced the tracks their placement it's like a it's like you're on this wave this Rick Rubin wave that are it's just amazing from beginning to end it is it's it's a masterpiece and this is coming from Tom Petty who is a master of his craft who had what call it five of the greatest rock and roll albums of all time. I think that the problem at the time, you know, it was like 94, I think, when Wildflowers came out. I think the problem with it was that people weren't ready to be so blown away by Tom freaking Petty. Like, they'd been impressed before, but they weren't, whoa, what? And it was like the world was in the Nirvana Soundgarden grunge phase. And it then was. He, and then There's he comes out. But there was music. some there was some grittiness there was some to grungy, that. I mean, think about uh, Honeybee mm-hmm. songs like that on there. Where I mean, it's just a higher place. I love. Oh man. It's the album. But then there's crazy stuff like I'm going down to the house in the woods. Yeah, yeah. I mean the album. Love it's, it all. It's, it's a top. It's a top five album of all time. It's good to be king. And Tom. And <laughs> that it is. And the crazy part is that's not like we're just talking about one album. I mean, this is... He has we haven't a, even talked about the Heartbreakers he, being involved at yeah, all. Yeah, he has... Tom Petty is so Florida that Tom Petty went back for a homecoming concert, you know, all the time. At the University at, of Florida. At in the University Gainesville. of Florida, Gainesville's football stadium, which mm-hmm. football stadiums are the biggest places to see a concert at. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he even... One of his last... Uh, you know, public shows was at one of those, and you know there were always special guests. Stevie Nicks was a frequent. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, guest. they had collaborated on yeah, yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff. So she'd show up, and um, you know they filmed that one. That's I think that's the last filmed concert that he did. Mm-hmm. And um, but he he's so Florida man because even though he moved, and we discussed this in the California episode. And so much of his stuff is dripping with California. You can still hear Florida. You can hear in. the southern swamp. You can in hear his everything music. in between, and mm-hmm. that's why Tom Petty is so relevant because Tom Petty can relate to Florida and California mm-hmm. and everything in between. Yeah, yeah. He and he was the guy who never forgot where he was from. No, and never. and brought that into his style. In fact, he reunited with Mud Crutch. Yeah, I know. That's so. It's so awesome. He's it's so awesome. He's a very loyal dude. He he tended to play with and work with the same people that got his vision. Yeah, because those are the people that have made his music his music. They, I mean, he wasn't afraid to say, "This is what I want." And with the people that cool. said, "Cool, I know, cool. How, to bring that I know to life. I know how to do that," and even add a little bit of flavor of my own to your mix, you know, it's not like the Heartbreakers were just like some band. They were like they were like brothers, you yeah. know, and and they brought 
that energy to everything that he did. Speaking of which, uh, Jacksonville, other mm-hmm. college town in Florida, brought us Leonard, Leonard Skinner. Skinner. Mm-hmm. And, and Lynn Biscuit. So take that with also a grain of salt. I'm going to take that yeah. with you just said it showing me the shocker. Yeah. And leave it at Fred Durst. Well, he did have this. That was my shout out to the, uh, what was the album? Chocolate, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog, Dog Flavored Water. <laughs> if you want to know what the name of the dirtiest album name I think of I know all of, look up Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. We will not be going further into it. Though. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. I mean, Two Live Crew didn't ever get that raunchy. And... And that's Two Live Crew. And we're going to talk about Two Live Crew. Two Live Crew was groundbreaking in their own way. Yeah. And, you know, I will say that uh, Luther, Uncle Luke, whatever you want to call him, Mm -hmm. he is an innovator as well. He Mm -hmm. was doing something that wasn't being done, and he was willing to put... His butt and a number of other butts on the line uh, for they, his cause. They definitely and, uh, put a lot of butts on the cause, <laughs> along with lots of other body parts. Yeah, I mean, they weren't popping that butt, yes. but they were popping something. Yes. And uh, funny story, Jay and I got to see two live crew. That was and, a disaster uh, of a concert. In in fact, there were pro, there were straight fact, up prostitutes. Since we talked about Steve Aoki yeah. and the cake, yeah, uh, and when in the Insane Clown Posse, we saw yeah. two live crew open, open up for, for insane, insane Clown Posse. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Let your imagination run wild, and and then double it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back to Leonard Skinner, a band with a lot of talent. Uh, yeah, second push some boundaries. I think Second Helping may be my favorite Leonard Skinner band. Band favorite album. album. I would agree. Uh, 1974. um, I mean, you know, these guys, they caught that Muscle Shoals itch, and they knew exactly what to do. And I mean, they one of the better live bands of that era as well because that's what they did they lived and out man, on the road you well but if you want to talk about like the beginnings man like what they were doing was you know they were out like secluded mm-hmm. and they played all day 8 hours 9 hours sweat, a day sweaty hot shack mm-hmm. and like they had swamp people come and steal their gear yeah and like they they had a hard road but um, that's what makes them as solid as they got well you know what jay it's a long way to the top if, if you, you want to rock and roll little australia involved there <laughs> florida's down under australia's <laughs> now i think they're tied together oh man so speaking you, of tied up mm-hmm. mike mccready mm-hmm. is from florida mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. also not known for Florida, but no, he's known for, for Seattle. Yeah, yeah. And, but he was uh, the guitar player for Pearl Jam and Temple of the Dog and Temple of the Dog. That's true. Big Mike. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm, gosh, I hate continuing to look at Jim Morrison's name. <laughs> well, how about Creed? Creed's real special. They're from Tallahassee too. <sighs> 
And uh, when Scott Stapp said, I don't need the band anymore, the band said, we'll just find another you and formed Alter Bridge. I love that. And uh, they're based in Orlando. Also based out of Orlando, the most interesting thing I found was Mark with a C. Now, <laughs> one reason that that appealed to me was because I love the movie Empire Records. Oh, and Mark with a C is mm-hmm. kind of, it's mm-hmm. one of the staff members as well as an ongoing gag in the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's known for marathon live shows of like three hours. Oh, yeah. That's... Uh, he covers The Who, songs from... Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show's Shock Treatment, the sequel. Mm. Um, he did a cover of John Entwistle only songs called like, John Who. So, like, my wife? I mean, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and uh, his, his stuff is called stuff like uh, Bubblegum Romance, This World is Scary as uh, Mother Be Bulls, mm-hmm. and uh, Unicorns Get More Bacon. Mm. Well, that's clear about unicorns. Well, it's Orlando. Anything can happen, mm. yeah. including uh, reannexation. <laughs> Man, you know, I think one of, one of my favorites from Florida uh, that we haven't mentioned yet, uh, country artist, Graham Parsons, mm. um, died way, way, way too soon from, I believe, a drug overdose, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, Got a 50-50 shot. What, a, what an amazing story about his death, though. So Graham Parsons made a pact with his buddy that they should be buried in the at the Joshua Tree in, like, New Mexico. So, Graham Parsons died, and his friend, along with some other people, um, including Graham Parsons' father, stole the body in, like, a, not a, not a Winnebago, like a, like a like a hatchback, whatever, put the casket in the back of the car and drove the body across, across state, lines. state lines, got to the Joshua Tree and lit his body on fire in the desert. They clearly, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they all went to jail. But there's a movie about it, and it is absolutely it's really entertaining, amazing. Uh, but what an amazing story about an ama- and Graham Parsons. That's just one small piece of a story of an absolute that's music enough to make legend. You go look at it, music legend. Love the guy. Um, I <laughs> I couldn't help but notice that Mel Tillis is from Tampa. Mm-hmm. Sixty albums. That's insane. Won the National Medal of Arts in 2012. Um, that's, that's so insane. That's yeah. like that's that's like that's like three or four careers. Yeah, that's two. If you did two albums a year, you're recording for thirty years. Mm-hmm. Well, he he worked a lot in the time when putting out two or three in a year was not unheard of. Yeah, and uh, you did spend a lot of time in there doing that. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't want us to think that Jacksonville is only Limp Biscuit and Leonard Skinner. Um, Jacksonville also brought us Yellow Card. Mm. And uh, I happen to know that they're just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not often you get punk rock with a violin involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also a band that we've seen live, uh, Black Kids. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that was a real experience. That was. They're an interesting, interesting group. Yeah. One and another one, one group or person that I, I wish I could have gotten to see was uh, was Cannonball Adderley from uh, Tampa. Uh, Cannonball Adderley was a jazz musician in the early 50s. He had an album called uh, Something Else that uh, uh, even, uh, what's his name? Try. They ripped off the album cover. Uh, John Mayer? John Mayer ripped off his album cover in like the late, you know, the thief. <laughs> you know, John May. I'm the not guy trying that to steals. The guy, you know, that guy. Yeah, that uh, guy. But Cannonball Adderley's Something Else be nice. is an absolute masterpiece. It's so good. Um, now, definitely check that of one masterpieces, out. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey and the Sunshine Band yes. is also based in Florida. Yes. Hialeah, uh-huh. I believe, is the way you pronounce it. And, uh, man, I can't say enough about it. That is a talented, talented guy. The, and you know, band. Mr. Whole, Casey and every yeah. band that he's ever... He does not play with second-rate musicians. No. That's the way. Shake your booty. I'm your boogeyman. Uh, I mean, get down tonight. Do you think he sits at a table when he's auditioning for a new band member and, like, they play for him? And I he's, think it's, like, he's like, that's the way. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. I, I like, like it. it. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's one of the tightest bands in after the disco audition, and funk history. Passed, they have a celebration. Oh, man. And think about, I mean, I mean shoes. these guys Even have been a band. slow song, uh, Please Don't Go. Please Don't Go. Please Don't Go got redone by somebody that made it even bigger than he did. Yeah. And he made a hit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget about Quad City DJs. Mm-hmm. 95 South, 69 Boys, The Tootsie Roll, Come On, Ride the Train. But I discovered the 31st of February. Did you hear about them? No. Guess who played the drums for 31st of February? Butch Trucks. Really? From the Allman Brothers? Really. Wow. It's a three-man band with Scott Boyer on guitar and David Brown on bass. Um, pretty, Pretty cool stuff, though. Uh, Jessica, that's uh, CKA, mm-hmm. um, is from Sunrise. She fronted a band called Jack Off Jill and Scarling, and she founded Rectum Records. Well, there it is. So it shouldn't be a surprise that she was discovered by Marilyn Manson, who. Speaking of rectums. Is from Ohio, <laughs> but kind of hid in Florida, so Fort Lauderdale. Oh, God. You know, yeah, I heard I, somebody that used a practice space after him one time. They said it smells like children. And this first album? Uh-huh. Okay. Just no, make, second. So I was going to say. 
I was like, mm. first one was Portrait of an American Family. Portrait, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you has know. the sweet dreams are made of cake these. and sodomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All like, those delightful, all those delightful Marilyn Manson classics <laughs> that you should definitely play for your children. Absolutely. Yeah. They make clean versions. Mm. No, they don't. Hey, kids, Bob, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Time for cake and sodomy. Mommy, what's sodomy? Uh, yeah. No. No. Never mind. Speaking of sodomy, Flo Rida. <laughs> Welcome to my house. I'm just kidding, Florida. That's that was a horrible joke. I have no idea about that was just bad. It was. Apologies. Um you know the things it takes but with to a catch name, a predator these with, days. With the, name, with the name like Florida, I'm pretty sure you're from Florida. I, I didn't see him, but I'm gonna let it go. Oh, yeah. He's from uh Carroll City, Florida. Oh, that's a real place, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Carol City. Gwen McRae is from Pensil- Pensacola. Oh. Um, she was married to George McRae of Rock Me Baby. Mm. Uh, she had a song called Rock and Chair, and she had a song called Funky Sensation that she took to number 22 that was sampled by... Africa, Bombada, Aswad, mm. Shyheim, Ja Rule. Um, she was also the original singer of You Were Always On My Mind. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before Willie, before Elvis, before anybody else. And I would say maybe my gem of Florida, man, was James Melton. Did you see him? I did not. So, he was born in Moultrie, Georgia, so this is a nice transition to the next state we're going to. Mm-hmm. But he grew up in Citra, which I'd never heard of, but I did remember a soda called Citra, and uh, it was citrus-flavored in a different kind of way. Citra is the home of the pineapple orange. Well, there it is. And um, he graduated high school at 16 years old. He went to college at the University of Florida, Vanderbilt, and the University of Georgia. He studied vocals in Nashville from 1923 to 1927, Hmm. moved to New York City. He was a well-known tenor. He has two stars on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. Well, there it is. One for doing radio and one for his recordings. Nice. But, yeah... What an interesting, interesting guy. He died at 57, so talk about leaving a legacy. That's young, young, young. I got two stars. Exactly. Hey, Utah, give me two. Give me two. Well, Florida, what what an amazing uh, state with so many different, uh, I mean, you got everything from classic rock, rap, you got everybody. I mean, it's one of those melting pot kind of states. You know, if you use your imagination, Florida kind of looks like a cornucopia. Mm-hmm. Or a penis. <laughs> <laughs> More of a sack. More of a sack. We're looking at you, Tallahassee. We're looking at you, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, yeah, well, they did just lose the goat, so, you know. Well, they got Baker Mayfield now, though. Speaking of sacks. Speaking of goats. <laughs> Anyways, uh, album for the day today, uh, our states of music is Florida. Uh, be sure to flor- follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at album the number four of the day. Follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. 
shoot us an email if you are so inclined to album for the day at gmail.com uh yeah we'd love to hear from you uh and uh yeah thanks and we'll see you tomorrow Come on now, give us some sugar, give us some sugar, little honeybee. Don't care nothing about what you're doing, I never heard my little honeybee. <laughs> After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!